Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Blues and Avalanche tonight, 8.30 face-off here on 101 ESPN. The pregame coming your way at 6 o'clock with Alex Ferrario and the entire 101 ESPN crew. We go now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and Connor McGahey of Altitude Sports joins us. He is the voice of the Avalanche. Connor, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How are you doing? I'm good. We may have to amend the celebrity line for this because uh, we'll get you a real celebrity next time. <laughs> no problem at all. No, it's, we're, it's, it's great to have you with us. Hey, hey, let's start with this. Uh, as uh, the Avalanche dominated game one, we have games two and three. What do you think is closer to the reality of these two teams? The way that Colorado dominated in game one or what we saw that was a more equal performance in games two and three? Yeah, I, I think it's the latter, to be honest with you because this is one of I mean it it seemed like before we began the second round nobody was talking about the series because you had the Battle of Alberta Calgary and Edmonton you had Tampa playing Florida uh New York always garners a lot of attention and everyone almost forgot about the St. Louis Blues and the Colorado Avalanche but looking at it I I I I thought from the beginning it was going to be one of the closest and, and toughest series to play to begin with and these teams are familiar with each other, obviously, from the regular season, postseason as well. Um, and I just think that, that it, it would be a, a, at least a six-game series and we would be tight. So um, I think that games two and three, um, and maybe somewhere in between them even then, is more accurate because game two, the Blues made massive, massive adjustments uh, after game one and played great. And then in game three, it was the Avalanche's turn to make adjustments. So I think, yeah, somewhere in between uh, how each team played in two and three is is the reality of this series. Well, Connor, of course, we have to ask you about what everyone's talking about, at least in St. Louis today, and that's the Nazem Kadri jordan Bennington collision. Everyone has, seems to have an opinion on how it went down or what the intent was behind the play. So take us through what you saw in that moment and how you think it went down. Yeah, I, I, it's one of those things, and, and going back to even the Sam Girard injury um, with with a, with a broken sternum, Sam Girard in the hospital here in St. Louis, uh, while you don't like it, um, the, the hit, I mean, you don't like the result, I guess. You know, if, if, if you break it down, that hit is, is a hockey hit, and that's what Jared Bednar said afterwards. And, and if you look back at at the the Kadri and Bennington thing. I mean, I, I don't think that he's honestly trying to run the goalie. I, I honestly don't. And it, do you like to see anybody hurt ever? Absolutely not. And that's where we all can come together and agree that injuries don't do anybody any good. Um, but you, you can break it down left, right, top, center, um, sideways. And I, everyone's going to see it through their own colored lens if they want to. I just, I, I firmly believe that, that it was not, 
in intent of Nazem Kadri to run Jordan Bennington. There's a loose puck there. Callie Rosen is involved as well. Rosen gets a lot of Bennington too. Um, so, like like I said, I, this is not uh, a burgundy colored lens or a blue colored lens. It's it's unfortunate that we lost two players uh, inside of one game, one for the series and one for the playoffs. But um, especially knowing um, Nazem Kadri and how he felt after the series last year. I mean, the play. If you haven't read his piece in the Players Tribune, it, it is worth it is worth some time because he talks about how bad he felt after last year's series and the suspension and and everything like that. And I just I think that this is a different version and an improved version of Dawson Kadri that we've seen throughout this regular season and in this postseason. I honestly think it's a battle for the puck. I don't think there's an intent there to to run over Jordan Bennington. But like I said, I, I never like to see anybody get hurt. And unfortunately, we lost two players in that game number three. And you mentioned Gerard being out um, as well, Connor. What type of a loss is that for Colorado? Yeah, I mean, he had started to really pick it up as well, Michelle. Um, he had gone a couple months with maybe not playing his best hockey, not playing confident hockey. And uh, I think the game number one was a perfect example of a turning point for him. He turned out to be the perfect D partner for Josh Manson. You have uh, kind of the odd couple there. Manson's a big, tall guy, and Sam Gerard is not. Um, sort of a Mutton Jeff situation, uh, but they, they had great chemistry and, and they played well. And I, I just, it, it, it is a bummer that for him personally, he was starting to find his game again and he won't be able to participate in the Stanley Cup playoffs anymore. Um, but the Avalanche went out and they made two veteran acquisitions on the blue line before the season started. They signed Ryan Murray um, uh, to a one-year deal and then Jack Johnson was a PTO to begin the season, and he was actually a staple uh, inside the Avalanche lineup for most of the season when when Colorado wasn't healthy. So they, they do have options. It's a bummer for Sam Girard, but the attitude of the group, at least that I can detect, is that, you know, we wish that you were here with us, Sammy, but we're going to go on and, and try and do what we can to to win as a team otherwise. The voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahee, is with us on 101 ESPN. And, Connor, the Avalanche have two of the five best players in the league in uh, McKinnon and uh, Kale McCarr. And so far, they haven't been able, even though McCarr did uh, show up on the score sheet the other night, they haven't taken over the game yet. Is that something that the Blues are doing, or are those two players just slumping? I, I think that the way that St. Louis has always played defensively, and they looked at this series and they said, we have to <clears throat> excuse me, neutralize their big guys. And, of course, Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. McCarr with 10 points in that first-round series versus the Nashville Predators. That's something you have to alleviate. And I thought that strategically, Craig Berube and company did a wonderful job of drawing up uh, a system to really shut down Kale McCarr in his time and space. He got... A little bit more in game number three was able to create some more opportunities. But I I think that St. Louis has always been one of the best defensive teams in the National Hockey League and one of the best uh, of shutting down star players as well. So I I do credit St. Louis a lot with the limited production from both Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr. And then the other question that I had is uh, uh, 
Darcy Kemper, when he was healthy, was always really good in Arizona. I was I was a big mm-hmm. fan of his, but we've never seen him at playoff time. And I, I almost don't count the Nashville series because of the, the way things <laughs> unfolded there. But yeah. Kemper is showing himself to be a big-time playoff performer, isn't he? He is. And I'll tell you what, we sort of got to look at him uh, in the bubble. Um Back, uh, two, I think it's two years ago. I have no idea what day it is right now. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we in, in that series. I mean, he was kind of the only hope, even though the Avalanche put in a ton of goals. I mean, if it hadn't been for him, it would have been a lot worse for the Arizona Coyotes. Um, so, I mean, we've seen him do that to a ton of other teams, but with the departure of Philip Grubauer, and maybe unexpected a little bit, Grubauer signs as a free agent. Um, after his contract had expired here with the Seattle Kraken, the Avalanche kind of had to make some moves and get some stability in that, and they had to pay kind of a tall price for Darcy Kemper, first-round pick, and, and the prospects on the blue line and Connor Timmons, but they could par with it. But Kemper, and we've jokingly called him Darth Kemper at times because he sort of goes to the dark side, and there was a game in Edmonton in particular where uh, he made um, a career high in saves, 11 of which came in overtime, and he stopped all three when it came to the shootout. And Darcy Kemper has that sort of in his toolkit if, if, if he needs it and can, can steal a game for you. And he's done things this season that even Patrick Waugh never did in an avalanche sweater two different times where he had back-to-back games with shutouts, and one of the all-time greats uh, and a Hall of Famer uh, never did. So um, Darcy Kemper has benefited from the avalanche, and the avalanche have benefited for Darcy Kemper um, and, and so far, really in the Stanley Cup playoffs, he hasn't had to steal them a game yet, but he's played good enough where the Avalanche can really get uh, on the front foot and play to their strengths. Last thing, Connor, in regards to tonight's game, I don't think the Blues can beat Colorado three times in a row. If Colorado wins tonight, I think that they win the series. However, I do think if the Blues win tonight, that they they could go to a Game 7 and it could be a really competitive mm-hmm. game and go either way. Do you look at it that way? If Colorado wins tonight, that they've pretty much got it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But, I mean, they are also completely aware of what the St. Louis Blues can do. And Game 2 is the perfect example of that. Um, and St. Louis knows that if this is 2-2 going back to Colorado, a place where they've already won, um, then it's the best of three, and it's as simple as that. Um, so that's everyone was talking about how big game three was. Game four, I think, is even bigger. Agreed. So it's, uh, that's why this is, and it's, it's, I hope people are talking about it more, but that's why this is one of uh, the best series in the first round. So uh, game four will be huge tonight uh, after the Battle of the Birds down here between the Blue Jays and the Cardinals. But it's going to be it's going to be fun at Enterprise Center tonight. Absolutely. Connor, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll try to stop by and say hi tonight over at, at the rink. I sure hope you will. Pleasure being on, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Connor. Take care. That's Connor McGahee. He is the voice of the Avalanche on radio and TV on Altitude Sports. Must win. Yeah, it is. You aren't beating Colorado three in a row. Uh, we, we love the Blues, but you aren't beating Colorado three in a row. Really tough. And you're yeah. going back to their barn? Tough. Yeah. But best of three, anything can happen, especially because the Blues went in there and, and won game two. Now, that was with Jordan Bennington between the pipes, but the Blues will make adjustments with four, uh, Ville Husso, and hey, we'll see what happens. And it's always hard to go into a game cold like that, like Ville Husso mm-hmm. did, but we need to keep reminding ourselves of the talent that we saw out of him this season. He was great for the Blues all year. Yeah. 
He pitched a shutout against Minnesota, and they're a pretty good team, too. So, yeah, anything is possible. Hopefully it goes the Blues way. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense. With personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk. So you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care? That's a job for Jiffy.